Hi, everybody. Welcome to the M&M podcast. I am your co-host, Madison. And with me, I have Mark Nicholson. Mark, hello. 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 How are we doing today? I'm doing well. Yep. Today is the uh, the Saturday, October 30th, the eve of Halloween. And I'd like to send a uh, quick shout out to our sponsor, Law Office of Mark Nicholson. He fights against the travesty of justice and will fight for you. Um, I also want to thank the good people of Indiana for tuning in. And hopefully we can have this podcast up for you guys every Saturday by around noontime. So we'll be delivering some light news and some fun anecdotes for you to kick off your weekend. Awesome. Awesome. Now, um, it looks like you're wearing some kind of costume or do you always look like that? Uh, I do not always look like this. So, yes, I am in costume today for the old Halloween. I uh, am going to be today the worst pantomime. So I'm going to chat all day. Um, <laughs> but I'm rocking a pantomime look. I've got uh, some restoration makeup on, a little bit of the white face lady inspired by Lemony Snicket, the uh, series of unfortunate events. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am. Yes, yeah. I love that movie. Great symbolism in that movie. Um, and I've also got a fun little uh, Spock wig that I'm reworking today <laughs> to fit the look. Um, <laughs> giving a little bit of a uh, poor boy from England selling matchboxes back in the day, but it'll, it'll work. <laughs> it's working awesome. for me. Awesome. Now, um, um, I have on a Batman uh, shirt uh, um, and on the back has a cape because I believe that heroes should wear capes and I'll probably end up wearing this for, uh, or uh, some similar um batman attire for halloween uh tomorrow very fun are you doing something fun for halloween tomorrow or are we passing out candy what's your schedule look like uh depends on what uh, my kids want to do so uh they um there's two places that they want to go in regards to the what they call those trunk or treat type things where you go and um um and then they have like, you know, cars and you get stuff out of the, uh, the trunk of the car. So I don't know which one we're going to go to. So I'm, I'm just going to be along for the ride. Wherever they say go, that's where I'm going to go. Oh, how cute. Awesome. Are we going to be a family of superheroes or we've got their own individual looks happening? Uh, it'd be, well, we went to the um, Spirit Halloween yesterday, Party City, trying to find these costumes and it was like, you know, uh, desert. I mean, it was so empty. I remember pre-COVID, they would have the la- line of um, costumes and stuff like that. This year, it, it was, it, you know, everybody's just like taking stuff. And and um, my daughter wanted to be Wonder Woman. My son wanted like a Michael Meyer mask, even though he never se- seen the movie Michael Meyer. But <laughs> uh they didn't have any of that so um they definitely won't be a family of superheroes this year oh okay uh it looks like you're a fan of the comics back there i see some action figures what do we got back there yeah so there is uh captain america um you also have iron man batman power man luke cage is back there i do love comics and so uh i do um i'm not a really a collector of of comics I, I like reading them so i'm more into the story than i am like oh this is a uh comic from 1952 and you can't 
uh, open it and all that and trying to keep it preserved. I'm all about the stories. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Do you have a, a favorite uh, superhero in the franchises, the DC and the um, the Marvel franchises? Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Batman, but there are also other uh, comics that um, I'm a big fan of as well, you know, that people haven't really heard of. Uh, one called Icon and Rocket is um, a, a, one of my favorite um, uh, comic books, and they just actually reissued that it was under the milestone comic brand under dc um, there were a lot of african-american um, uh, writers and artists that created this uh, milestone comics and uh, that was like in the 90s maybe early 2000s and then um, uh, they kind of you know went out of business or whatever dc swallowed them up um, and just, you know, just basically killed off all the titles but now they've they've reissued uh, some of the older ones, and then now they have a, a new new series. Oh wow, that's interesting. Keeping up with um with that, yeah, I had never heard of that that um franchise before. Classic DC, big corpse taking up the little guys. <laughs> yeah. I do um, have. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. So I do have a little bit of Indiana news since this is Circle City news, and one of them is the BMV branches that they've been closed. Some of them have been closed because of COVID uh, and sh uh, staffing shortages. Well, starting in November, all the BMV branches are going to be open in Indiana. And everybody loves the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Uh, I'm sure I say that sarcastically, but <laughs> yes, Bureau of Motor Vehicles will be open in November here in Indiana. So oh, come awesome. get your driver's license. A great way to spend your afternoon at the DMV. Uh, yes. Oh, so you guys call it DMV in Florida, is it? Yes. Okay. I, I didn't understand what you were saying at first when you said the BMV, and then you specified that it was the business of motor vehicles. But yeah, so DMV. Oh, the Bureau. Bureau okay. of Motor Vehicles. Get it <laughs> right, Madison. <laughs> Bureau of Motor Vehicles. And the DMV is not too bad. Um, yeah. But so. Another thing that Indiana has, I don't know if you guys have there in Florida, is we have the Circle City Ghostbusters. Yes. Yes. So if you uh, uh, have any ghosts, these individuals um, dress up in the authentic type of costumes of the movie Ghostbusters from like around 1984 and go around around Halloween Killing ghosts. You know, who are you going to call? Circle City Ghostbusters. Yep, we have them. Absolutely. For all your paranormal needs, go ahead and give them a call. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. All your paranormal needs, call Circle City Ghostbusters to bust those ghosts. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, so a little bit about who we are and where we're from. I, we've tried this. This is now our third time for our first show. Um, so the technical difficulties uh, have been prevalent, but we're working through them. So uh, hopefully iron out those kinks there. But um, my name is Madison. I'm from Southwest Florida. I'm a graduate of Florida State University. I graduated actually spring of COVID season. So that was just the most fun. <laughs> no, it was a mess, but it was a good time. So I just want to shout out Plies County 239. Thank you, everybody and my family for tuning in today. Um, but the weather here has been real rainy real swampy How, how's fall looking like in indiana right now um it's kind of dreary cloudy out um and 
and a little chilly. Um, but I think we've had pretty mild weather this year as far as um, um, the temperatures not being extremely, extremely hot and not extremely, extremely cold for the, for the year. I, you know, I mean, I think the weather experts will probably, you know, say maybe it's one of the coldest or excuse me, one of the warmest on record. That may be true. I don't know, but I just don't remember there being too many like really, really, really hot days um, like I've seen in the past. And, you know, so I think we're going right along with the tradition of the seasons this year. Okay, cool. Pardon my uh, Florida public school education, but does it rain in Indiana every year? Like typically, do you guys expect rain or, or I'm yes. sorry, snow, snow, snow? Yes. Okay, okay, so it snows there. I can't believe you don't know it snows in, in Indiana. It's like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. You know, yes. Florida is its own country, I swear. We very rarely hear about um, things going on anywhere else unless we're like actively searching for it. Well, so you need to actively. You need to actively search about Indiana. It's a great place. We're called the Hoosiers. Oh. Yeah. So you get an education about, about Indiana. Absolutely. Oh, that's too funny. What do they call people in Florida? Floridians? <laughs> a mess. Oh. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Floridians, definitely. Okay. Awesome. Yes, yes. All right. All right. So, so uh, Mark. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. You, no, you have something lined up and I was getting ready to interrupt. So go ahead. Oh, no problem. Um, I was just going to say what brought you uh, to this podcast and what kind of brought you to the the blog spot. I know you had a podcast back in the day. Um, maybe you want to talk a little bit about what originally made you want to start doing that and then what made you want to um, reboot it now. Yeah, so basically there was a, a website still around called Blog Talk Radio, and it allowed for people to basically create a radio station and and rate or a talk radio station. And they gave you a number, your own personal number. People would call that number uh, while you're on the air over the internet and you would just host it and have this conversation um, with whoever, kind of like we're doing now. I got busy with work, the family, and I wasn't able to keep it up. And then my co-host at the time, uh, Rita Gorski, she got busy with work and family and we were, were not able to keep it up. Now that my kids are a little bit older and technology has definitely improved with the videos and just the different ways to, com to communicate with one another, I was like, hey, this may be an opportunity to go ahead and try my hand at doing uh, another blog or another like radio podcast type thing. I always kept the Circle City News website uh, up and active, um, not as active as it was in the very beginning. So there is still circlecitynews.org.org. That website's up. Um, and also for my law firm, I started a, a newsletter called the Nicholson Nugget. Uh, which is has information about the law and you know some personal interest type stories. So I I started doing that shortly before the pandemic, uh, but I just thought, hey, why not go ahead and add on to my plate by trying to do a podcast um, with um, some kind of light news. I know you talked about that, but maybe some heavy news too, depending on 
um, what's going on in the news. Um, and we can get to that later, like Alec Baldwin. But anyway, go ahead. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you're a humanitarian at heart um, with your line of business. And uh, it, it's interesting that you're um, getting involved back in the, the blogs and everything. I think that's going to be a good kind of perspective because you're in the trenches with your work, but you can kind of come here and be light, but also um, explanatory about things that are going on, um, serious matters even. So um, that's awesome. I'm glad that Indiana can have one of their own to uh, kind of represent them as well. Um, so it's going to be really exciting every week to kind of touch upon what we're doing and um, what you've been going through as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I know that, um, and I said it kind of lightly, but the issue of, um, you know, I think Alec Baldwin and this unfortunate accident has, you know, taken um, uh, the media. I mean, there's other stories around and, and I did talk a little bit about Indiana and what's going on there. And, um, in Indianapolis, obviously, there's um, a lot of issues going on there. But one on the national stage, I think uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, an unfortunate incident on the movie set of, uh, I believe, Rust, um, is, is, I guess, depending on what side of the fence you're on, you may think this is something that um, is tragic, or you may think this is something that is criminal and, and, and someone needs to... Uh, you know, go to jail, be punished for it. So I don't know what side of the fence you're on, on that, but. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's just interesting. Alec Baldwin's definitely like a difficult character. First things that come to mind really off the top um, when you're thinking about him, what would be maybe 30 Rock, that he's sort of a hothead, that he's um, a father. Um, he's been in the industry a very long time. He's very talented, but he's always kind of had that like edge about him where he's, um, a people are a little on the fence of, if they like him or if they don't like him. So even though somebody like a Robert Downey Jr. who's really um, a big presence uh, in a movie with a big personality and kind of a shtick, um, but people are also, they like Robert Downey Jr. I would say um, on a personal front, people kind of have an attachment to him. I'm not really sure if people have an attachment to Alec Baldwin where they'll go out of their way and stick their necks out to protect or defend him. So I think this is a really interesting person for something like this to happen to. There's a couple of things going on here. First, why was there guns on set? You don't need real guns to, you know, make a fake movie, you know? So I think that was something that definitely needs to be investigated. Um, but he's kind of the person that I don't even know if he would be, I mean, a, lot, live have, a life has been lost. So that's the bottom line. But I'm not sure he is a very empathic person that I'm interested to see the narrative that he's going to spin out of this. Because I know him and his wife have been kind of shacked up in a, uh, a ski, like a rich ski town. Um, paparazzi has been trying to follow them and everything. But it seems like they're mostly just trying to hide away until the dust settles a little bit. Um, so I'm very interested to see how, how he's going to react to the situation and also how the media and the people are going to react to him after the fact. Are we going to see Alec Baldwin again in movies or TV? I'm not too sure, honestly. Don't I don't really know. I, I'm leaning towards probably not. I think this might be his last attempt at the industry, but we'll see. I I tend to disagree with you. I think that he will uh, continue to like this movie. I'm not sure the 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 fate of this movie, whether it end up getting. Um, um, you know, produced or not, 
but I think he will continue to, I, I don't see him going into retirement. Uh, I haven't really read anything that makes me think this was an intentional act or like a setup. Uh, obviously I'm not there. I don't know enough about Hollywood other than there's a part of me that feels like the issue with having real guns on movie sets um, is something that is, is, is probably done all the time because uh, they want to make it look as realistic as possible. So they have these real guns and they're supposed to be like, maybe like starter pistols or something where they don't have real bullets, but still these, these guns can still kill um, uh, people if they're not handled correctly. I have read some articles about the um, director uh, uh, or the, not the director, but the armor bearer or the person that was in charge of like weapons and stuff, maybe not being as qualified or not feeling comfortable, or there wasn't following certain protocols and things like that. Um, so I don't know if this, if she's a, a fall person or, or, you know, mm -hmm. they're trying to use her as a scapegoat or what, but there has been some issues um, that I've, there have been some articles I've read dealing with, you know, talking about that. Um, I, I just think that at the end of the day, it does seem um, like it may have been an accident, an unfortunate one, and wasn't like anything that was intentional. Um, being a personal injury attorney, uh, I do think that it opens the door up for a huge lawsuit uh, against uh, the producers and uh, I, I, you know, the, the, the companies and stuff like that that were making this movie. Uh, I, I do think that that, that is going to happen. You know, you, like you were talking about whether or not he would be in movies again. I think that there's going to be a lawsuit. It's probably going to be settled out of court and it's going to be for probably a multi millions of dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, the, his PR guy is probably having a field day with this, probably freaking out about <laughs> what they're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> this, but yeah. It's a tragedy. Definitely. Yeah. Now, you know, tomorrow is uh, Halloween. And I know that you have um, some topics that you want to talk about in regards to Halloween. Absolutely. So uh, hedonism, sadism, succubus, masochism. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, a mega question that surrounds Halloween um, is why do we bear down for Halloween time? We have um, a personal interest to kind of dress a little risque and step into our sexy side on Halloween and I kind of was just wondering why we do these things and uh kind of the culture around um around Halloween itself so uh just kind of touching into the the holiday here um you said you had some fun plans for yourself tomorrow uh with the kids and everything um but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I you know one of the things that's interesting to me is you know you know Halloween Hollow Eve which is Holy Eve, the night before, you know, All Saints Day, which is November the 1st, right? And, you know, a lot of people don't really celebrate that as like a holiday. Except maybe, you know, if you're, you're Catholic, you know, you, you might. But the, you know, idea of kind of like celebrating, you know, this kind of the dead uh, on Halloween and then, you know, all the saints, you know, um, on the on the next day which is november 1st um i'm not sure how to answer those you know the, the question of the particular costumes that that people wear um i think 
that me being the type of person I am being, you know, totally uh, about freedom and choice as much as possible. And you're not hurting anybody else. People can wear what they want to wear, you know, um, and doesn't offend me for the most part um, because, you know, you got people dressing up as like, you know, uh, monsters and serial killers and stuff like that. So if someone wants to dress up as the, um, the naughty nurse or whatever, more power to them, you know? <laughs> um, um, so that's my take on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just a celebration of the Samhain, uh, is like a witch holiday uh, for the end of summer, the summer's end. So it's kind of a, a big, uh, tradition in the pagan holiday. I kind of had forgotten about the all saints, which is shame on me. I was raised Catholic, so I definitely should be aware of that situation, but <laughs> with the, um, the, all the celebration of Halloween and everything, uh, I think that October is kind of just like a very spiritual month within itself. I think we have close connection to, to spirit and people get really involved. And I think it brings the community closer together. Um, so I think that might have a, um, an effect on just like the bareness of people wanting to just go out there and be the rawest version of themselves, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that might be a lot of where that comes from, but, uh, yeah, definitely just be safe out there, everybody. And, um, stay in your groups if you're going with your groups you know watch out for your friends watch out for yourself and just have a good time so that's it there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a great time everybody happy halloween happy samheim as you said and uh we'll see you next week awesome awesome all right bye-bye thank you everybody have a great day